Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Underemployed. You'll notice I'm wearing a new suit. That's because Jack thought that my leg was more convenient than a urinal. <laughs> and right off the bat, that's how we're starting this episode. Great bad dad jokes. Well, anyway, we I'm sure I speak for David when I we said, how can we reach out to our fans, the best fan base in all of podcast land? David, you'd agree with that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And we said, well, we'll reach out to you guys. We'll, re- we'll reach out to you guys and say, what do you want us to answer? What questions do you have for us, your heroes, your beloved icons of the podcast world? We reach out to you, Yes. people. So what we did was, well, I reached out, David reached out. We said, what questions do you have? And, and the response was overwhelming. We have plenty of questions most of them are real and you know we're gonna just we're gonna go for it this is gonna be our q a episode this is gonna be our this is gonna be our our this is gonna be us at our core ah david you ready for this you know what uh as i'll ever be all right i'll start we have a question from ellen from southwest actually what 15 seconds of your life would you relive hmm it's a tough one i don't know I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely thinking about this. Yeah. Well, I can say the 15 seconds I might want to relive were that time you tried to turn the computer volume up with a TV remote. That was, that was funny. Yes. <laughs> um, I think the 15 seconds I would want to relive were the first time I saw Celebrity Deathmatch on television. That is the best answer to that question. Marv Albert's Let's See That Again. <laughs> yes, let's see that again. Let's see that again, Marv. Yes, let's see that again, Marv. Let's see that again. It was Pam Anderson versus, I don't know, one of the other Pam Anderson lookalikes from the late 90s. Carmen Electra. Yeah, that's my guy. Yeah, God, that show was great. Let's start a petition also. Our fans, let's bring a GoFundMe to bring back Celebrity Deathmatch proper. That's our goal for this week. That's a show that wouldn't survive in the mod- in this era. There was no way they'd be able to put it on the air. That's also very true. A very graphic show about real people being basically butchered. Well, but it's also just, it's not PC. Also very true. Uh, ooh, Ellen from Southwest via her friend Christy, who actually got married this weekend and went to the wedding. But, Hooray! Yeah, exactly. We, we, we love weddings on this show. Weddings! <laughs> uh, so Christy via Ellen wanted to know, what's your favorite song by an artist you don't really like? I, I think for you, I'm thinking of artists you don't like off the top would be Drake and 50 Cent and Nelly. Here's the, here's the thing. I don't dislike Drake or 50 Cent or Nelly. It's just... Let's acknowledge that they're not good rappers. Yes. Well, sorry, Drake is a very good rapper. Right, Drake we just doesn't ag- do it for you. Yeah, no, I just, it's just not my taste. If I wanted to listen to sad boy stuff, I'd go and listen to Bright Eyes or Bon Iver, Jimmy Eat World. <laughs> I wanna, it just like, takes some time. Or, at, or Atmosphere. I'd yeah. go and listen to, like, sad boy rap, but, like, Drake's just a, Drake's just a fuck boy. <laughs> how about, okay, how about Nelly, then? I know you did, you really did not like Nelly. Is there an Nelly song you, did, you like? Um, I mean, besides the obvious answer of Hot in Her. Mm-hmm. Gets the club pop and Ray Lewis would dance to it. Uh, you know, Ray Lewis would dance to a lot of things, including away from a uh, accessory to murder charge. <laughs> he skirted right out of that one. <laughs> skirt, skirt! You, you asshole. I would say for me, uh, as you know, I've never been a huge uh, Lil Wayne fan, but, you know, I can get with some early Wheezy or even some, some Wheezy here and there. Like, Oh, uh, uh, if we're, I mean, six foot, seven foot or a melee. Those are, those are... 
I'm instant more, classics. I'm more of an early, like, I'll go with either Fireman or even, like, On the Block is Hot, the title track. That's a song I can get with. I mean, that's more of a... That's more because I'm a Mandy Fresh beat guy, but, you know, Lil Wayne early had some flow that I liked, so... I'd say I'll go with Lil Wayne, Fireman will be an answer, or The Block is Hot. Those are some songs I would give. Uh, oh, what about... Uh, well, by the way, for Nelly, does the Tip Drill video count? <laughs> I'll take that as a yes. I said it must be ass, cause it ain't your face. I need a tip drill. I need a tip drill. Alright, next question comes from Brian in Arlington. Shaq, go. Well, Brian, that's not really a question, but sure. Shaquille O'Neal, as you know, is my hero. Uh, he's America's hero. He's beloved, icon, culturally and sports-wise, entertainment-wise, rapper, actor, athlete. Now a capitalist player. chill. Yes, if, if, if honestly, if we asked Shaquille O'Neal kindly enough, he would probably endorse this podcast. But you know what? Look at where it's got him. He's gotten the TV with the general, 24-hour fitness I know he endorses, or endorsed at one point, Gold Bond, and Icy Hot. The point is, Shaquille O'Neal is a revolutionary and a renaissance man. So thank you, Brian, from Arlington for that not really question, but just more of a setup. Colin M. from Richmond uh, would like to know what our top five travel tips are. Also, he wants to know if we can start drinking white wine for the aesthetic. <laughs> top five travel tips. Um, pack extra socks and underwear. Mm -hmm. Roll everything instead of folding it and you'll fit more. Um... I, I say I'm I'm a proponent of traveling overnight, where there's less traffic, less distractions. See, Colin likes Colin flies. Colin has the money to fly. Oh, Jack. oh well. Col hey, hey, Col hey, Colin. Some of us still live in the tra in the travel by car world. All right, we don't all have that living luxurious lifestyle that some people might have. That his job pays for. That well, um, he just because Colin earned that job doesn't mean you know, and he works hard doesn't mean that. You know, people like me don't drive up to Maine, even though a flight ticket would be affordable. You know? Um, let's see. So we're at two of five travel tips. Yeah. Don't worry about toiletries. Just steal them from the hotel. <laughs> that's, is that a hot take or is that just your... That's not a hot take. That's just a, that's just a, that's just a tip. Oh. Now we don't have to worry about uh, TSA dumping your shit out. Yeah. Uh, that's true. Uh, my, let's see. Hmm. I don't know, because I don't fly enough in terms of big travel tips. Uh, when I flew to Chicago last year, I didn't want to overpack, though, because then when you get back, you have a suitcase full of clothes you didn't wear. I know it sounds counterproductive, but if you're only going to be somewhere for a couple days, just if you think you have a good idea, that's all you really need. Maybe one extra pair of everything, but don't go too crazy, because then it, it just sort yeah. of, you have a big stinky bag. Also, just rewear stuff. It's fine. You're traveling. Odds are you're probably never going to see any of these people again in your lives. Ew, nigga, you smell like french fries. Uh, that's a David Hart strategy. I don't know about a Jack Selby strategy because, as you know, I uh, value deeply what people care about me. Uh, I want to put, put on a good impression, even if it's for people in Chicago I'll never see again. Uh, you know, uh, my last tip, bring a water bottle. Always bring a water bottle. You can never go wrong with a good water bottle. Nobody needs water, so drink that shit. And don't and don't none of this like reusing a Deer Park bullshit. Get yourself a, a, an actual, you know, a, a Nalgene, a Hydro Flask, a Swell, something yeah. like that. Something that you can reuse more than like five times. Yeah, get yourself like the water bottle I use at the gym is the is the bottle I'm gonna pack either if I especially if I drive. I want to stack up on water bottles. I will say if you are traveling by car on a long trip. 
pack a couple water bottles. Try to overlap your bathroom slash food breaks into your gas breaks so you can kind of get everything done in one trip. And then, you know, enjoy yeah. the ride. Enjoy life. Life's too short to, to not enjoy. Yeah, I would suggest with a bottle something insulated so that um, stuff, stuff that you're drinking either stays cold or stays hot. All right. So our next question, well, our next question, question comes from PJ Anderson. <laughs> and he says, have you heard of Murphy's Law? Now, look, this is a trying, PJ's trying to set me up for a joke. He's The answer is going to be maybe not. Have you heard of Cole's Law? And then you're supposed to say, what's Cole's Law? And it's like, pieced up cabbage. You know what, PJ Anderson, there's a reason I'm not doing this podcast with you. There's a reason I'm not here with you. It's because you are a habitual line stepper and you're an aggressive man. I don't appreciate you or your question. All right. Uh I'll answer PJ Anderson's question. Fine, I'll answer your stupid ass question. Have I ever heard of Murphy's Law? Yeah, it was the name of Murphy Lee's debut studio album. Shout out to the St. Lunatics. Uh, here, here's the answer, PJ, I have. And to piggyback off of what Jack said, yes, it was the debut album for Murphy Lee. And here's the fun fact for you. It was dog shit. I, I'm not going to argue that. I, I enjoyed Nelly. The St. Lunatics were not exactly high on my to-listen-to list. Uh, again, shout out to the tip drill. But shout out to the tip drill. <laughs> All right. Next question. Uh, Julie from Reston wants to know, what's the most recent urban dictionary term you learned? Or in that same vein, I suppose. Uh, hmm. I learned recently what sexual napalm is. That's not a term I'd ever been familiar with. That's like someone who's got a strong stranglehold on you, like, you know, in that phase of your life. Uh, a snickerpuss. Which is someone who giggles at everything, which I can probably label myself as one. Other than that, I don't know. I, I haven't been up on my uh, what the kids are up to these days in terms of sayings. Um, I won't lie. I had to go to Urban Dictionary to find out what wig meant. Like split your wig? No, like when 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 drag queens yell wig at each other. Oh. <laughs> Well, I didn't know that was a I thing. I didn't know what it meant. I had heard it all on the all. I'd seen it all over Twitter. Everyone got into a huff about Katy Perry using it, and I was like, I should maybe find out. Well, David, out. Why don't you explain to the audience and my, both and myself nah, what that means? No, nah, they can go and find out for themselves. They have the internet. <laughs> Doctor Marston, MD. Will we ever hear Cowboy Jack on the podcast? He seems so beloved. You know, there might be a day in time for that. Thank you, Doctor. Let's see. Uh, David, do you have an opinion on Not on my fucking watch. There you go. All right. Well, agree to disagree. Uh, Katie from DC actually asked us a few questions, and, and these would be good. If you could hang out with John Cena or LeBron James, who would you choose and why? You know my answer. Shaq. <laughs> you know what? We're going to go with that. That's better than anything I could come up with. Uh, honestly? I mean, look, I I've love already LeBron. met a professional wrestler, so I'd hang out with LeBron. Is this where you're going to... You, you, why don't you tell the people about uh, which professional wrestler slash actor came to speak at your uh, your school many a year ago? It was The Rock. It was cool. He's gigantic. M moving on. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, as uh, as we call him. Rock Dwayne. Rock, Rock, the, Rock the Dwayne, as we call him. Uh, yeah, John Cena is another hero of mine, uh, both in the sense that He's America's hero, and the other sense that he uh, released a rap album uh, uh, 13 years ago. Time flies. But John Cena is John Cena. I would love to hang out with John Cena. 
If you could redo one event in your life, what would it be? Oof, that's a good one. Uh, I think there were, I, I think if I would have been able to even just, with, ignoring like events without getting specifics of red flags that we all, you know, we've all been events where we've ignored either a red flag or like, you know, done something like that. I would say I, I would try to go back and kind of just try to make myself self more social in high school. I struggled with that a lot. And so I would have just, I guess that's not a moment, but I would have gone back and said, Hey, here's some tips for you. And it gets better and try at the risk of being sincere. That would have been probably one thing I would go back and do. Um, if I could go back and relive something. Yeah. Or re I don't know, because I try not to, I don't know, as, as, as hokey and cheesy as this sounds, I, I really genuinely try not to dwell on a lot of my past. Yeah. Largely because there isn't really anything all that, like, shameful or anything that I feel all that bad about, because... Well, you feel you, no shame. I know I feel shame. There is shame. <laughs> it's just... You've, you've really... You gotta... You really gotta dig for it. Um... I buried it way deep down, <laughs> way deep down. Well, um, that's a good way to go I, about it. Though. I think if I were, I think if I were to go back and relive something, um, I don't know if I would even necessarily want to go back and redo high school to be more social. I think I would go back and redo high school so I could tell everyone what a, what a bunch of fucking idiots they are. <laughs> and I'm not coming to your ten year reunion in ten years. I probably would have been more vitriolic. <laughs> Which is if almost impossible to... to believe is possible at all. Oh, it's I was I I I played it I played I played nice at high school the first go around. If I did it a second time, there would be a lot more words said. Well, knowing you, I can only imagine what kind of uh, hot, 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 flaming hot fuego water you could get yourself in. Liquid magma. <laughs> Uh, is Game of Thrones the coolest show? You know, no, no. Uh, Game of Thrones is a show I'm getting into now a little bit. Uh, the fact that the first episode and what I'm guessing is the genesis of the entire show was based on incest was a little Ew. okay. All right, <laughs> you know, like there's uh, uh, that's a, it's a running theme. Well, good. I get to look forward to that. Um, we, we know what George R. R. Martin's fetish is. Yeah. Now, I will say, at the end of that episode, I had more of a problem with the incest than pushing the kid off of the edge of the window. That's just comedy. That's just good, good-natured good comedy. But incest is... Uh, so, Game of, uh, Game of Thrones is enjoyable. I wouldn't call it my favorite show ever. No. I mean, that's a subjective question. Everybody's opinion on what the best show ever is going to be is going to be different for every person. Um, you know, Game of Thrones is a great show. Oh, yeah. It's entertaining. It's got a, you know, insane budget. Um, they do, they're doing some incredible things and they have some beautiful, they have some beautiful all, people all, all the extra stuff that goes into it is, is really awesome and very well done. But I'm going to say that the X-Files is the best show that's ever been made on American television. And I'll go The Simpsons. Uh, by the way, shout out to The Simpsons. It just became the longest running, uh... They beat Gunsmoke for the longest-running scripted show ever, so congrats to The Simpsons. Woo! That's my take. Oh, another question. Dream guest host for the podcast. PJ, clearly. Damn it, I was actually going to say PJ. <laughs> <laughs> if PJ were ever on the show, 
It would be an It'd hour and a half. It'd be in three separate rooms so that you don't strangle him, Jack. But that's what would make such good audio. And also the fact that it would be 45 minutes before we ever got settled down and actually got the show going. Like, in a, like it, we would intro the show, it would fall off the rails within 10 seconds, and it would just go from there. And then that would just be the show. All right, so PJ Anderson, once again, an interesting character, but would make habitual line stepper. He is a habitual line stepper. Rest in peace, Charlie Murphy. He's a habitual line stepper. Paul P. from Inglewood, California, wants to know, what's the key to growing a good beard? I find that I can always struggle with growing just the right beard. David, this is certainly up your alley. Are you taking shots at Paul Pierce? Uh, look, I just write down the questions. You are taking a shot at Paul Pierce. I'm like, just writing down the questions. Um, the secret to growing a good beard. Um, step one, throw away your razor. Okay. Well, there you go. Okay. I would say know what you got. Um, if you can't, if you grow like the patchy side hair growing up, just go with the goatee if you can still grow that. You know, Kevin Durant, yeah. for example, learned that the last couple of years and his beard looks better. I mean, he doesn't have a great one, but his goatee's better and he kind of trimmed the sides. So know what you got. Uh, always shave the neck beard portion uh, to look. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, David's strategy is usually just let it grow, let it grow, let it grow. <laughs> To the point where we basically had interventions for him to cut it. You but, need you know, to, cut it. to the point where I have to go to a barber and they have to use <laughs> clippers like you would use on someone's head to get through it. And even then, they're like, man, this is going to take me like two or three passes. <laughs> um, I feel like there's a good middle between my beard and David's beard. You just got to find it. Find your comfort zone and always stay fresh. But Jack, Jack raises an excellent point. Work with what you've got. Don't, yeah. you know. David and I can grow beards. We, we have the facial hair capacity for it. But if we didn't, we wouldn't. I didn't. Even when even though I could, I didn't for the longest time. What, um, what changed? Beards became culturally acceptable. Yeah. For, like, that was the thing. Is like Beards were like not something that you were, you know. They were fine for what was, they were, but they weren't. Beards, like beards, were for, beards were for old dudes and uh, lumberjacks, of <laughs> yeah. which I was neither. And I still I, am neither. Oh boy, that lumberjack one, I might disagree with you on that, but you know. With you with the full bushy beard and the flannel, that's that just be <laughs> I look it. Yeah. But uh then you ask me to swing an axe, which I mean I can do, but like ooh, after five or six passes, I'm standing off on the side huffing and sucking wind because woo. Yeah, it's I would hard. I would say I started growing a beard I think two and a half years ago, and that's a little after they become more socially kind of cool and that sort of worked just because I, I it was I was in the process of losing weight and trying to look better so yeah the the beards in general like David said like I said just go with what you got uh, keep it fresh relatively and just you know don't don't look like you're you look like you at least keep it up a little bit uh, I won't I won't lie though I had to shave in high school so I couldn't have facial hair except for a mustache and I kind of wish I had grown a mustache. Oh man. Well, David, why don't you tell the people what you plan on being for Halloween this year? Uh that's going to remain a state secret. You know what? And, yeah. I, and if you re- if you tell anyone, oh, Jack, no. I will hunt you down. Yeah. No, no. This you know what? I want everyone to mark their calendars. Halloween's going to be about October 31st, I believe this year. I want you to mark down your calendar. Usually it is. Yeah, around that time. We're going to we're it'll be a good one. I'll just say that. Uh, Chris M. from Brooklyn. Who would you rather have a guest first from, Hitman or Capadonna? Hitman. Wow. We didn't even have to blink. Hitman. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Hitman at least, like, 
doesn't Capadonna thinks he's a really great MC. You got me falling out like the triple. I love you like I love my dick size. Hitman just seems like he'll come in, spit a bar or two. Hitman knew he was a flash in the pan. Right. Have one riding dick, one licking my toes. Uh, Capadonna though would give some more interesting stories about you know like knowing about the ins and outs of the woo. I don't know what Hitman can give you besides like yeah Dre talked to me for five seconds and then I never spoke to him again. I don't know, but as far as the guest first, we'll go. We'll we'll they're both. If you had to pick one, yeah, I'd go Hitman. But that's a, that's actually a, kind of a tough one. Uh, Lauren from Manassas, what's your go-to singing in the shower song? Um, lately it's been Flatbush Zombies Headstone. Hmm. All right. Um, all time it has included uh, Atmospheres, Guns and Cigarettes, Jimmy Eat World's Sweetness, uh, The Roots C 2.0, The Roots How I Got Over. Uh, Roots coming to break you off. Uh, Bruce Springsteen's 10th Avenue freeze out. So, you know, it's, there's a medley there. I would say, uh, I don't often sing in the shower, but you know, well, it's raining men if I had to choose, that's a classic, but I would say other than that, I'm not sure. I always, though, I I always want to do karaoke and no one ever seems to think it's a good idea for me to do karaoke sober. So I'm still waiting on that, but, uh, I want to do... I won't stop you. Well, then why don't we do a duet of, like, uh, you know, Summer Lovin'? Moving on. Next question. Uh, <laughs> Katie from Charlottesville wants to know, why aren't fake boobs called imitities? I don't know, Katie. That's a great question. Uh, David, do you have an answer to that? I mean, why aren't... Jet skis called motorcycles because people didn't seize the opportunity. <laughs> you know, imitities is a great phrase, but motorcycles that's just, is good. That's just not something I think we could ever have as a polite discussion in public, though. Is it ever really a is it ever really a polite public discussion say. when you're talking about fake breasts? Yeah, it's not really something you bring up at a fine wine and cheese party with Arsenio Hall, for example. That's not something you would just talk about out of the blue. Damn. There's some good-ass cheese. Katie from D.C. again. What was your first word? I don't remember. I don't I don't think I had any... I probably... Knowing me, I probably said something clever and witty. Like, I probably said, uh, you know, Bumbaclot or something like that. I, I don't know. Or seize the means. Yeah, I, said something like that. I think yours was Poseidon, if I, if I remember talking to your parents correctly. Probably. Uh, what was the best date you've ever been on? Hmm, that's a good one. Um... Jack, you can answer this one. Yeah, because okay, so I've, I've I've had nothing but great dates with Bethany. That 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 is the best answer to that question. Um, I think actually the first Tinder date I ever went on, we went bowling and we got pho. Although it was duck pin bowling, which was funny because I hadn't duck pin oh, bowled. Oh, the, the only duck pin lane I could think of is the one near your house, of course. No, this was in um no, it was in uh, Silver Spring actually. I didn't know that it existed. But, you know, hey, I hadn't been duck pin bowling in years, and uh, I lost also. But, you know, it, it was about the experience. Bling, Silver Spring. <laughs> yes. Uh, um, but, uh, but that was Well, I, I, will, I will highlight the uh, date Bethany and I went on uh, recently, actually. Ooh. Where, uh, you know, we went out and we, uh, we went to some breweries and we got some dinner and we do some nice things and we eat well and, you know. We do that. It's, it's not, it, someone had talked to me recently, and, and I agree, hadn't thought of it necessarily this way, but I agreed. It's always more about 
who you always remember who you go on the date with more so than what you did on the date and that's mm-hmm. sort of the positive experience and that's what made me go yes you know the people that I really have enjoyed in my life those are the people I remember the dates from more than like oh hey we went uh, we you know we threw rocks through windows or she took a, you know hit mailboxes with a baseball bat out of the side of my car you know something you know, that's a felony that it's a fun date don't try to get me wrong but the point <laughs> is that you sort of remember the good times and the good people more than the specifics uh, so yeah, that's a good question though uh, let's see I think we're just about finished up with I these have, questions. I have one question to share. Then I want to hear it from you. Uh, this is a question from Bethany. Yes. And uh, if you could have a dinner party with anyone in history, living or dead, um, so let's say you can invite f- four people. Hmm. Who are you inviting and why? Well, my go-to is Shaq because I know he'd pay the bill. My second person would be... Kobe, just for the lively banter? Well, Shaq would be too busy telling Kobe, asking him how his ass tastes, so I wouldn't, I don't know if that'd make a good dinner convo. Kobe, tell me how my ass tastes. Okay, Kobe, tell me how my ass tastes. Uh, you, David Hart, David Mancy Hart. I, I, I'm assumed. Yes. No, like, I don't, I don't count as part of the four. Oh, yeah. Okay, fair enough. That's right. We're going as a... Okay, are we... So we're doing this as underemployed, or this is just me individually? This is just you individually. Well, after Shaq, maybe John Cena. I feel like John Cena is always an interesting person to talk anytime he's interviewed. He would be a good discussion. Uh, uh, I guess I should sound... I should put in someone like a dignitary of some sort so I sound smart. I'll say... Uh, you don't have to if you don't want to. Okay, good. Uh... And I'll say Kim Jong-il. I would think it would be interesting. And I would say number four would be... Uh... Dennis Rodman? No, because Dennis Rodman would make it too political, and I don't need that at my table. Uh... Oh, yeah, because inviting Kim Jong-il... <laughs> inviting a, de- a, a dead, dead communist dictator isn't too political. Well, Kim Jong-il loved basketball, so he'd just be cool with talking with uh, Shaq the whole time. I know, I, and with, if Rodman was there, it would be too much basketball. Actually, Shaq I and Rodman... You mean, don't football. you mean the, the current... They both are. ...supreme leader, Kim Jong-un? Kim Jong-un was the basketball player. Is the basketball player. Glory, uh, glory be their names. Uh, number four. Wow. North Korea is best Korea. <laughs> God, number four. That's a really good question. Tell Bethany that I, that was a good question because I, I I am struggling to think I, of it. She'll hear it out when she listens to the podcast. That's right. I forget we have listeners sometimes. Uh, number four. Number four. I'll say number four would be. I'll say uh, Barack Obama. Number four, Bobby Orr. Um, I have too many sports figures on my table already. I don't need Bobby Orr. That's fair. Um, (laughs) For my dinner party with any four people, uh, Bruce Springsteen. Okay. Um, James Baldwin. Mm -hmm. David Sedaris, the writer. And Tracy Morgan. Okay, well, Tracy Morgan. You know, and, and number four would be uh, Tracy Morgan. No, number four would be Conan O'Brien. That's who. That's absolutely who would be my four. No disrespect to uh, to Barack Obama, who who I admire, but I would definitely want Conan O'Brien at, at that table. So, let's see. I think that just about wraps it up. Uh, David, did you have any questions for me or or anything like that? 
I don't have any questions for you personally. Okay. Well, you know what? We have one more question. It's from Calvin from Long Beach. He wants to know, who that dipping in the Cadillac? That's been underemployed this week, everybody. Uh, good luck on the job search. Good luck on the job applications. Uh, stay safe. Stay fresh. Stay hydrated. Anything to add to that, David? I got nothing. All right. Peace, y'all. Bye.